Since we're already getting the Christmas story from the kids, and I know I can't top that, I uh, decided that to do something a little different um, this morning. Now, obviously, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. But I want us to do a different kind of worship. And it would be often in uh, Jewish traditions and older Christian traditions where there would be a reading of Scripture, where you could meditate on what was being said and in this case, we're going to be looking at not just who Christ, or just the birth of Christ as we are getting that story today, but who Christ was. Because the importance of his birth is not the fact that he was born, but it's who he came to be, what he would accomplish, what prophecies fulfilled. So this morning, I want us to take a few minutes. And you can close your eyes, you can just listen, but I just want you to meditate on the word And I will uh, fill in a few words here and there to help give some context to what's being said, but essentially I'm just going to be reading scripture. So let's go ahead and begin. In the beginning, men fell, and there was a need for redemption. That is what, this is what God said to Satan. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. This is the first mention of the coming Messiah, one who will defeat evil and sin. This Messiah would be a descendant of the tribe of Judah, one descendant to rule the nations. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, till he to whom it belongs shall come, and the obedience of the nations shall be his. To King David, God clarified the Messiah's kingship. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Throughout scripture, God never let us forget who his son would be. In the book of Daniel, God gives us a vision of his son. I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and people of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. But what kind of man would this Messiah be? The prophet Isaiah spoke at great lengths about the Messiah's character and what he would do. Here is my servant who I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness, he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on the earth. In his teaching, the islands will put their hope. At the coming of the Messiah, these things are to take place. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lamp leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. 
Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Isaiah also speaks of the Messiah being a liberator. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captive and release from the darkness for the prisoners. But even though this Messiah had all these wonderful qualities and the promises of hope, the Messiah was not well received by the world. He was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised when we held him in low esteem. Jesus suffered so that we could be saved. For he said, Sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings, you do not desire, nor are you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Then Jesus said, Here I am. I have come to do your will. Your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second. And by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus once and for all. And grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of God our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And these are things that Jesus said of himself and claimed during his ministry. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son in the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. And I would like to end our scripture reading this morning by looking at a vision that came from the book of Revelation. It talks about who Christ is. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet, with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in his brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Jesus' birth is the centerpiece of Scripture. The coming of the man which all these prophecies are spoken. The beginning of the man who would go on to give himself 
as a sacrifice for us. The beginning of the man who we see in Revelation, the one who is resurrected and glorified and powerful and there to save us. So this morning, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, let's continue to hear the Christmas story and worship him and his father.